KDOW iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? Well, this is going to be kind of interesting. <laughs> this is be flying without the net. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to be trying to get a hold of Mr. Bill Jennings. And why not? Uh, Bill Jennings of Lapeer International Dragway. And hopefully he's around. Hello. Hiya, Bill. How are you? John Sarver, CKW, man. Good. How you doing? Dandy. All right. So... Yeah, as long as you're missing the snowflakes out there, how's everything else going? Oh, just uh, driving home with some fuel. Really? I'm sure 110 octane? Uh, I'm messing off. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> now that we've got the weather out of the way. All righty. So now you're going back. You have how many more weeks of drag racing at LID? Um. Uh, it depends. Usually we get to about the second week of November. But, you know, that cold came in quick, and I'll give you 70s next weekend, so it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Today they're looking at snow here, there, and everywhere, and this week, in a couple of days, it's going to be 70 degrees. Welcome to Michigan. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah, just wait 10 minutes. It'll change. Amen, brother. Okay, so in between all that, folks want to know, okay, what's new, what's happening over there at Lapeer International? We see things are smiling upon you. You actually got a, a court that loves you, loves your daughter, and so now everything there looks like it's going well. What's going well with LID? Well, we're uh, in the Court of Appeals. Are we on the air now? Or you we, betcha uh, we are. All right, cool. Uh so we, we filed the Court of Appeals uh, about a month ago, and we filed for immediate relief uh, due to the fact that there's not a single shred of law that binds <laughs> this injunction. Um, and we're hoping that uh, we get the immediate relief we're asking for. And uh, according to attorneys, we should, you know, by their standard practice, we should probably hear something back for the next couple of weeks. Um, if, if not, uh, worst case scenario, uh, the judge will be off the bench in November uh, that's holding this injunction. And uh, the judge that uh, will be overseeing everything drag strip related is the same judge that gave me custody of my daughter. So what did he try to do? Do a makeup for your daughter for after doing some unique things with the drag strip? No, no, it's a different judge. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said it was the same judge, and I thought, well, how did that work? Oh, I see. So the new judge, I got you. The new judge would be that one. All right. So, okay. Well, I was going to say, wouldn't it be easier just to hold off and wait for the new judge to show up? But, hey, while the wheels of justice are turning. Well, yeah, so it was easier to get it to go to uh, the Court of Appeals to overthrow it. That way there's never anything that the idiots can come back on me with. <laughs> Allow me to say that all opinions here expressed are everybody's here and that's it. So there. All right, there. That's, about, my as, that's about as legal as we get. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Know, right? Wow. yeah. Whatever. Okay, so now... If you get something in the next couple of weeks, I mean, next couple of weeks would be top part of November. Then 
everything. So then what happens? Then you start looking forward to 2023. You do something this year. What's what is due? Well, then I start planning some snowmobile drags to get us through the winter and uh, start building a monster of a schedule for next year. Snowmobile drags? Yes, sir. Real snow, real snowmobiles or snowmobiles uh, on asphalt? No, so we curved out a flat track next to the drag strip, and I had some snowmobile events already scheduled, but I didn't realize that they had slipped in a little surprise on that last injunction to where I couldn't run during the winter months. <laughs> so we had yeah, was what? nice little kick in the they, they put in something that you couldn't run in the winter months? Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? It's ridiculous. I mean, who had to pick yeah. that one up? Good Lord. Well, they brought it up in court because they had, you know, heard from stalking the Facebook page that we were going to be doing some snowmobile drags. Yeah. So they brought it up in court and... You know, like that, uh, the Ron Joe stock, the one I made the joke about him being a illegitimate son or whatever. Yep. Um, he he admitted that he himself had rode his snowmobile on the drag strip. What? So after they had stated that there's never been snowmobiles on the drag strip, so it shouldn't be allowed, the guy admits that he himself had done it, you know. But uh, so he never went anywhere, and then... Uh, how they slid it in on the flash injunction, I, I, it bewildered me. Yeah, that but, uh, unique, very unique. Yeah, it's, it's a shit show. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that they would go to that close of detail. Who cares? You know, they know that they're losing, and so what did they try to do? Just make sure that you didn't have anything going on for December? I mean, I can probably imagine... What William Jennings could put together, I mean, I've seen your holiday shows, I've seen your Halloween shows. I could about imagine if you had free reign around Christmas, what you would do. <laughs> right. Reindeer drags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow, someway, Bill, I wouldn't put it past you, man. You know, I mean, if I you... Oh. Go ahead. I, I figured something out. There's nothing else from creative. Yeah, you are. I mean, you're the fan's best friend. I mean, with everything that it goes in that creative mind of yours. Coming up in a couple of weeks, we are going to be there at Lapeer at your Halloween party. Tell us more about that, what you're going to have. Well, we're adding a couple of different things this year. Uh, we'll still do the candy drop and the foot race. Uh, we're going to have the power wheels out there like usual and uh, junior dragsters. But we're not going to have uh we're not gonna do a bracket race i don't believe we're still kind of on the fence with that uh we're actually reading the flyer uh tonight and tomorrow but uh we're gonna do a pumpkin drop where uh, we're gonna have a bunch of pumpkins stacked up on top of them containers let the kids throw them off the containers <laughs> and uh awesome and then, then we're gonna do a uh a tug of war over the pile of broken pumpkins. I mean, what's it going to be? Mopar versus Ford? Uh, something like that. Okay. <laughs> I haven't figured out what, what kind of prize I'm going to give it to the winning team or how we're going to pick teams out yet, but I figured, you know, that'd be kind of fun, you know, because who wants to get pulled through a bunch of pumpkins flop, right? Yeah, right. 
a pumpkin drop. Tell right. people who have not been to Lapeer International Dragway, how tall is those containers? Are there those containers, you should say? About 20 foot. All right, so you're going to get a 20-foot splat. And nothing that a 7-year-old wants to see more and a 77-year-old wants to see more than a big pumpkin explode on the asphalt 20 feet below. Yeah, well, it's not going to be on the asphalt side. It'll be on the dirt side where the snowmobile track is. Oh, okay. All right. But, yeah, I figured, you know, what the hell, we'll do that, and then we'll scrape it up and take it back to the deer. All right, so now... Okay, so tell people, we have seen it, but in your own words, tell folks about your candy drop. It is one of the most amazing things we have ever seen. Uh, we do it a little bit different every year. Uh, as you know, last year we I, we drove around the little, uh, little mini fire truck and just let kids come around and just kept throwing candy out. Um, I think we had 39 bags of candy last year. Uh, it's uh, a good time. These kids just uh, go crazy because it's like hitting a piñata that just doesn't stop dumping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those who weren't there and, and we were, it's, it's a sight to see because all the kids that are there, a matter of fact, Bill was standing next to Miss Michigan and on, on this fire truck, which looks like something that came out of that Cars movie. And candy is flying everywhere. Bill can't throw it fast enough to these kids. And I'm not telling you these are, are the cheapy candies, you know, the, the ones where you, you automatically want to trade with your brother and sister because they're kind of marginal. This is the good stuff that Bill buys. He doesn't cheap out on you. I mean, true Hershey's, true all kinds of, you know, the little it's the, the mini Snickers, not the bite size. There's a huge difference when it comes there. I mean, even as an adult, you know, you want to, like, scoot a kid over to the side, and we'll take some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guys, the they come in the next day because they usually pick enough for their lunch boxes for the week. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hope they got love. You know, when Bill says it's like a pinata that never gives up, I mean, he's absolutely right. Right when you thought, I mean, this was, normally candy drops are about 5, 10 minutes. This thing kept going and going. and I mean, the sun was going down. You had to use your flashlight on your phone to find where the candy, and there's still the candy was being sprayed. I mean, shouldn't you, like, find some, like, Detroit Tigers who have a pitching arm? Because I don't know how your arm, like, you know, held up during all that. <laughs> Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun, though. Just the kids have a great time, and just being the smiles on their faces is worth it. Hell, yeah, especially when you came around the corner in, in that fire truck. And when I say fire truck, it's it's not the world's biggest fire truck. <laughs> Probably the world's smallest. Yeah. You know, and everybody was hoping that you'd have, like, the... The candy in the hose and just spray them down with some, you know, three <laughs> three Snickers. Yeah, three Musketeers and Snickers. Yeah, okay. Well, we, we tried doing it off the containers one year, and there were some of those big, uh, you know, the dumb-filled suckers and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> you hear them just, like, bounce off kids' heads, like, eh, <laughs> no, I'm do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at, at a kid's ouchie, but it's just funny that somebody would get hit in the head with a with a sucker. Okay, fine. All right, so so we got tons of candy. Go ahead. 
I was just grabbing bags and just dumping them. Next time I grabbed one and had suckers, I was like, I, I stopped about halfway through, but it was like, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oops. <laughs> Here's a Hershey bar. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So. Don't you got that going on. You have the the little kids in in those electric cars. Tell us about that too. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, Paul Armstrong came to me a few years back because uh, they were doing it down in Ohio, and uh, said that he would uh, head it up for me. And you know what a perfect idea! I get get the real little kids out there doing that, and you know it, that way it's it's more family orientated. You know you got. Got the little ones out there doing that while dad's drag racing, and um, not only that, but some of these kids, they've got the reaction times are just phenomenal, and they're getting acclimated to it. You know, a couple of them, we just got some uh, some lid uh, junior dragsters, then we're going to get them wrapped. You know, they'll be uh, all lid sponsored. Uh, you know, junior drag team. So we're going to start promoting getting the junior dragsters up and going. Uh, you know, it just just gets them started and acclimated, and they jump in that junior, and they're ready to go. And then, uh, you know, next thing you know, they're driving pro mods. <laughs> we'll uh, see. But. If you have uh, the, those kids in the power wheels and the little electric cars, are they going to be on the track this year, or are they going to be off to the side? Uh, they'll be on the track. Okay, so it, it's cute as a button to see these little plastic cars that you could easily, you know, put in the back of a uh, Honda Civic easily, you know, and you see these kids with little helmets on and the whole nine yards. And are you going to do pro, uh, pro tree with them? Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, as soon as they see, because these kids are how old, Bill? Uh, they start at two. They start at two. Okay. Because yeah. really, basically, it's these go-go power wheels or electric cars, whatever you want to call it. And then it's the junior dragster folks, and then there comes the big folks. Now, are you just going to run an exhibition or something if you're not going to do a uh, bracket race that week or that day, I should say? Well, I know uh, uh, Joe with the underdog car meets is talking about trying to pull off an event. So we're on uh, fourth time what we're going to do with there. With that, uh, a lot of the bracket racers have put their cars up for the winter already. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like just kind of put the feelers out and see. Uh, I don't want to just like last weekend we only had uh, eight cars in modified, so it's like, eh, you know, if they're already all put away for the winter, then maybe we maybe just pull off like one more bracket race this year, a big one, and you know, just kind of see if that happens. You know. Yeah, but if you. Uh, if you have a big bracket race, you're going to give them like a pumpkin filled with candy. Oh, I mean, simply <laughs> cash payouts. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, a pumpkin filled with candy is a pretty good idea for uh, maybe the the winner of the tug of war. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, you should almost give it to them beforehand so they go on a sugar rush when they start pulling on this rope. I mean, are you going to have a real rope or are you going to have a tow chain? Uh, I'd be a real rope. Okay. You know, and uh, you know, I guess I gotta wait and see what the feedback is. You know, how many parents would be pissed off about your kids getting <laughs> uh, these All right. So the uh, 
The big picture with this, if you're going to go to Lapeer International Dragway, and what date is this on? It's on the, what, 28th, 29th? 29th. Okay. 29th, yep. On the 29th, bring a bag of candy. I know that Bill won't ask you, but I will. You know, bring a, the more candy that you see Bill throw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he gets pretty good at about the eighth or ninth bag. I mean, he's lethal with some of those uh, Three Musketeer bars. However... You know, it's we brought one, and it's fun because you you know you see you're giving to you're getting in the spirit of this Halloween havoc because there's a lot of people, a lot of tracks have a Halloween havoc, and it's not that family orientated, and it doesn't have to be, but this one just happens to be. And talking about family orientated, we can't help but not mention or help to mention that we notice, and, and we're tracking your progression with having your daughter back with you. I mean, everything looks like it's it's coming up roses there. Oh, it's it's great. She's uh, she uh, you know, her mother pulled her out of school uh, during COVID, and uh, her attendance was really bad prior to COVID, and uh, she never homeschooled her like she supposedly was supposed to. Oops. And uh, I got her. Yeah, now that I got custody of her, she's been seeing a tutor two to three days a week, and she's actually almost caught up already with uh, half of her studies. Uh, you know, which is which is amazing. I'm really proud of her. She's really been working hard, and you know, it's just uh, I just I I couldn't stand back and watch it go on anymore. You know, she was getting further and further behind, and you know, she's gonna be she'll be ten next month, and you know, the older she gets, the harder it's gonna be to get caught up. She's going to be 10 next month? Yeah. Wow. So now here comes a preteen girl in your life. <laughs> Good luck, Bill. Uh, she's, she's an amazing kid, though. Um, I I couldn't ask for a better kid. She, she's really respectful, and she's, uh, I mean, she gets a little rambunctious. She got my, my uh, DNA in her. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, goody. Is she going to be around the track? Uh, she will be, yep. So, I mean, does she like yep. drag racing, or she will start liking drag racing? Well, she don't She don't really have the bug. She, uh, I had her junior dragster, but uh, she didn't like it. She's like, that's your thing, Dad, not mine. Ooh. But she'll, uh, she'll run around and play with all the kids there, for sure. Well, she... She's almost like an old kid. Yeah, I mean, really tipping at 10 there. But, I mean, did she disavow the junior dragster because she was holding out for your Camaro? No, nah, she just, uh, <laughs> she's got a, when she was three, she I, I had a 72 cutlass that I got down in South Carolina yeah. that I was going to build. And uh, she just always climbed down it and always ran right to her since she went outside. It's a canary yellow. So the guy, right, I just put it away and, you know, told her it'd be her car and we'd build it together. So, you know, hopefully now that I got her, you know, I can kind of get her interest more into it. I just don't want to force feed it on her because the track's going to be hers. Everything I have is left to her. Um, you know, I don't want her to, you know, just be disgusted with it because she was forced by it and then just sell it as soon as I die. So, well, you know, first of all, let's not die too early, shall we, Bill? Second of all, <laughs> No, and but I just you know, I just want I've got a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and in, into this place, and uh, 
you know, I just don't want to see it go away. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, she has the same passion for it. Maybe not the same passion, but, you know, at least uh, enough respect and love for it to keep it going. Okay. Well, now that if she's going to take that over, and, and I'm sure we're going to get emails already, so let's sh- short change this. Can you find another Canary Yellow Oldsmobile? <laughs> oh, no. I still got it. It's hers. Oh, do you? Yep. No, I just I've kept it. It's been sitting for the last, um, I don't know, seven years, just waiting on her to get old enough to help me fix it. So all this time you had it under a tarp in a barn, and now pup, does she know you have it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, what a better yep, time yep. to learn how to drive, but on a quarter mile at the time. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I asked her a few months ago if she wanted to, you know, go out and start working on it. She just she's not ready yet, and she got. I mean, she was three years behind in school, so she had a lot of making up to do. But. Uh, you know, I get that. You know, after even, you know, you spend a couple hours with a tutor and you're in school all day. And, you know, last thing you want to do is go wrench on a car. Dad. <laughs> Says know, but, who? Isn't that the first thing you want to do? Forget about school. Give me that nine sixteenths. Yeah. I'm hoping she'll get there, but I'm not going to push it, you know. Okay. I mean, I thought it, that would be an amazing report that you would have to do in front of the, you know, class my dad owns a drag strip you know okay <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I think she'll get the, i think at 10 though i don't think they're all too interested in it who wouldn't be what I mean, a some, story well yeah me and me and her mom didn't really ever see eye to eye or anything so you know when she was at the track she just basically sat to get such hand and played on her laptop or her tablet which is what she always did you know even at home or wherever and and it, it uh, was just one of them things that I couldn't get out of my cross, you know, because I, I believe that kids should be out in the sun playing. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, we just never seen eye to eye on it. And now that I got custody of her, I can hopefully turn it around. I'm, I've already turned it around a lot. She, she used to be on her tablet 14, 16 hours a day. Uh, now she's on it two, maybe three. So. You know, I'm making progress. Just don't want to do too much too fast. I mean, when she's on the tablet, is she looking up like old NHRA films of Sox and Martin, or I mean, find drag strip kind of videos she's watching? I'm sure. What else is there to watch on a tablet? Some old Shirley Muldowney videos. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some Don Garlitz videos. Yeah, somebody that she can look up to. Oh, you're right. One yeah. day it'll dawn on her. Okay, well, a good idea not to push so she doesn't push back and go, I hate this place, you know, but. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, she's more into, like, the roadblock and stuff like that, you know, and, and that's, you know, it is what it is. I can't, I, I I worked a lot when she was real young. I work a lot now, um, and I left it up to her mom to kind of get her in the right direction, but, you know, like I said, it just. You know, there wasn't any effort really being put in on there. Just kind of just leave her to her own devices and let the tablet be her babysitter. And, you know, now i got to undo all that. Yeah, because now she's got to look up YouTubes of how to rebuild a 455 SD, you know, to fit into her canary yellow car. Yeah, well, she got a 350 rocket in it that, um, that runs. 
I'm glad you started with that. I don't think she's ready for a big block yet. That runs. <laughs> that runs. The way that you were so enthused with it, it's like it runs on what? Six cylinders? Five cylinders? Two are dead? No, it actually runs pretty good. The car only, only has, I think, uh, 8,000 original miles on it. Holy jump. And, uh, yeah, so when I picked it up, I mean, it was uh, it was like an old field find, but uh, we fired it up, drove it up on the trailer. All right. Well, now that we have the daughter all set and some smile, finally, you know, some happiness from the courts come to you, Bill. All right. So now, go ahead. I tell you, it took me 11 years to get rid of her mom, and I still wake up and pinch myself because I can't believe she's finally gone. I mean, gone, gone, or I mean, there's no way that she comes back, or how does that work? Well, do we want to go into that? Well, I mean, she's not dead, but she's never going to come to my house. <laughs> Usually that's how it works, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, talking yeah, about... No. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's a bridge. That, that, that bridge has been burnt, blown up, ran over, and recycled. <laughs> Don't recycle it. Leave it where it's at. All right, let's... Yeah, right. Let's go to this side while we have some happiness going on you. We had uh, Scott on, and we talked to Carl from the WDRA, which is not a radio station or a wrestling alliance. I mean, now next year, you're one of the tracks that are going to go to the World Drag Racing Alliance. And we talked about this way before they came out with it. And so, and we know it was... Uh, you had some real thoughts about the new IHRA folks and why you should go WDRA. But for the folks that now we can publicly talk about it, I guess, you know, the reason why you went to the new folks, and it was surprisingly all four tracks, all the Heartland tracks went to WDRA. Why did you switch from the IHRA over at Lapeer to the WDRA? Well, John, uh, John O'Neill was, uh, you know, he's pretty much the only person I really talked to with the IHRA throughout the whole time that I was with them. Um, I mean, I talked to Scooter a couple of times, stuff like that, but um, John's helped me out tremendously over the years, and you know, I, I don't believe in turning your back on good people, and he's always, you know, whenever I've needed him, if he didn't answer the phone, he called me right back and answered my question and took care of me. Um, you know the uh, the new IHRA people that, from what I understand, they they want the IHRA tracks to carry their fuel, uh, which you know I I, I got a good reputation with VP fuels. So I'm not going to carry somebody else's fuel, and uh, you know I, I think the the main thing is just loyalty, you know, for me. Okay, so what ha- I mean, we've had some we're in discussion with some folks. Um, from uh, Winlight Bet, and they're saying, hey, you know what? We're going to go to one of the uh, WDRA races in February, and they're already talking about um, betting from your seats at drag races. You know, on, nice. on the races that are going on right there, when you pre-stage, your phone's locked out. You you can't bet anymore. And then at the end, I mean, we're we're trying our best to have them on. We we've talked to them off mic, and and they've showed us how they're going to do it. And 
you know, and we were asking, is this something that the WDRA is looking into? And it's like, well, we're trying with them. You know, I mean, if that comes, I mean, is that going to be okay with you and your track? Well, it's kind of funny because I was thinking about starting something similar to that myself. Hurry. I didn't even realize <laughs> they were. Because I'm going to have the suites, and I know the gambling stuff is becoming legal, but I'm going to have all the cameras going down track and everything, so you'll be able to sit up in them suites and have all the different views. Um, so... Uh, you know, somebody could just, they don't even have to go out there to, to place bets. People can place bets from their own home if it becomes legal like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that's kind of the, one of the things, too, that they're saying, okay, here's some cameras. You can see what two cars are coming up. You know, depending how, I mean, there's a lot of uh, of things that are, are still not clear to us how you would do this. I mean, I, we can figure out how you do this in football because, you know, the 53-man roster is basically always the same. I mean, I don't know how many times the pier gets the same drivers, the same cars, the same number, you know, week after week that you could develop an idea of who you like and who you don't like. But the state of Michigan, I mean, if you got sport betting here, they'll be more than happy to take your money, take the 7%, and then you make what your money is because... You know, with everything you see with FanDuel and all that stuff, there's got to be insane money going on in that, you know, online betting stuff. Yeah, there, well, there is, but the way I was looking at it was you basically you have all the cars that have gone through, say, either a time trial or registered um, in in the, in the ladder or whichever way they're getting, the race is going. So people would have like, you know, they would have like an online profile of that driver in that car. And then people would be able to bet. And I've got cameras that are set up at the starting line in each mile and a quarter mile. So people would be able to watch the whole progression as they switch from camera to camera on different views as it went down track. Hmm. So. All right. Now that that develops two questions Tyler, that comes up to mind. In order to have a camera place and, and somebody to switch cameras and stuff like that, you have to have a decent tower to do that. How's that coming along? <laughs> well, we're that's, uh, you know that's uh, now that we're getting into that type of season. Uh, that's indoor work for my guys. You know, keep them out of the snow and the rain. Yeah, and and it's not like we couldn't have multiple towers the way I'm set up. I mean, we could have just a, a tower just straight set up for monitoring all the cameras and setting cameras. And, and I bought that. I bought a theater, so I've got all the different camera timers, and I've got all the stuff to set it up. Wait a minute. You, wait, wait, wait. You did what? I bought a, I bought a theater out of a school. A and theater? And got, like, all the big, you know. <laughs> Why not? It's Bill Jennings. Why not? Okay. How did you, first of all, how did you know, A, that there was a theater at a school for sale? And secondly, how did you go, sure, I'll buy all this? Well, I bought the whole school. Oh, God! All right. (laughs) Again, why not? You bought a school. Well, because I'm going three-phase, and... The school had 
um, newer electronics. So I bought all the uh, all the switch gears for the three phase to change all that over because I'm going to be running having big concerts and all that. I need more voltage, and um, the way I'm setting up the storage barns to where somebody could have basically little machine shops and in their units, things like that. So I'm gonna need need the power for it. So that was uh, my intent there, but I, I did that a couple of years ago before the injunction, and then I just kind of had to pump the brakes to make sure I didn't get outlawed, you know, financially. I'm going back to this again because now, if you got a question for Bill Jennings, and I'm sure you got plenty, you know, you can reach us again here at hotline at ckw76.com. Let's get this straight. You bought a school, S C H O O L, school. Yeah, down in Cincinnati. The, what, the William Jennings Institute? I mean, what is that? Well, they, I mean, a lot of schools are getting torn down because they say the school shelf life now is like 20 to 25 years. Yeah. And this was a high school and a middle school that was getting torn down. And I got a hold of the contractor, and they bought the school to tear it down, and then I bought the contents from them. Okay. And then we went Okay. I mean, I the thought is here, and I know that uh, David, our intern over to the side, we had the same idea going on. That we th- we were hoping to God you bought our school with actual little school kids running around and stuff, and the principal, Mister Jennings here, you know, would do the morning <laughs> report. Oh my God! <laughs> Look out, oh, little kids. Been- Turn into a drag racing school. It'd be the most high-performance school of all time. Hell yeah! Oh, it's <laughs> in a way that it's very cool that you did that. In another way, that would have been hilarious. That would have been that would have been the school that you'd you'd want to see what their football team was like. But you know, okay, good. <laughs> so you have that all set, and so now you know. I guess which leads into the secondary question: How you know you got the indoor stuff coming on? The chances are good. Oh, I don't want to say that every time I say stuff about lid, but chances are good if you got a different judge coming on here, you know, that that injunction is going to be lifted. We'll find out either in a couple of weeks or we'll find out after November, you know. All right, so January 1st comes. The injunction is lifted. Yay, the world rejoices. What does Bill Jennings do first? I had a big snowmill event. <laughs> I can about imagine. I, I can, oh my God! I can almost imagine what New Year's Day would be like at Lapeer International Dragway, hosted by William Jennings. So I've already got a good big snowmobile promoter that I'm working with. He does the snowmobile drags at Holton Lake. Okay. And um, yeah, so we got we got that. Plus, you know, the, there's a lot of snowmobilers out on Lapeer itself. Yeah. And um, you know, I. I've, I've snowmobiled for years, and you know, I know a lot of snowmobilers. And uh, I think uh, we get some pretty killer runs going on. All right. Well, getting good today, you know, I mean, that's what everybody wants to know. All right, so you got that going on. Uh, stuff coming up that you're thinking about for 2023? What? Uh, well, we're going to be uh, doing that city wars that we're trying to kick off this year. Uh, we're doing that that race. We'll be doing 
probably some, uh, well, a lot of run with your Bronx stuff. Um, some, uh, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm on the, uh, probably some Outlaw 632. And uh, more nostalgia stuff. We got some nostalgia dragsters that uh, you know, we we got rained out on the one event, then brought it back. Wow, I'm trying to get more stuff done with the nostalgia. Uh, had some conversations with the gassers. I want to get the uh, Great Lakes gassers out there. Um, and let me see. We're going to be promoting uh, a lot more no preps this year, this next year than what we've been doing. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, that's a pretty full schedule coming up. I mean, okay, so now you're looking to have some of these events. I mean, is the WDRA, I mean, because of your track and your size and everything that you have, I mean, are they talking some kind of ma- national event at your place? or? Um, I think it's pretty, it's premature for that. Um, but I know with everything that I'm going to be doing, um, I don't think that that would be unreasonable. Uh, it's, but as far as the location being in Michigan, I know that for like their bracket final and stuff like that, they try to keep it more centrally located throughout the states, uh, where Michigan would be out of the way for well, a long ways for a lot of states. But uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how big and how fast they grow. Um, and I know I'm going to help them any way that I can. And I know that I got some big plans to rejuvenate my pockets with a couple of big concerts, um, you know, things like that, stuff that I can really boost the boost my finances back up. You know, plus a couple of these lawsuits are getting ready to be settled, which are gonna, uh, you know, help get the, get the money flow going again. All right, but lawsuits but, uh, where you're winning, right? Not that you have to pay out. Yeah, I've won everything so far. I haven't lost anything except for this stupid injunction. Yeah, which is kind of big. Yeah, alrighty. Yeah. Okay, so you got that rocking and rolling. How far are we doing with the uh, canisters and the new seating and the luxury suites and stuff? I know here comes wintertime and here comes the internals, but <laughs> will you start with those early now? I mean, will you wait for the injunction? What you doing? Um, well, I've actually... Funny that you mentioned that. I, mm-hmm. He come to us with the uh, contractor that was supposed to do the bleachers. So I got to go down to uh, his yard and, you know, pick out some equipment or materials and kind of go from there. We're, I mean, we're really close to a settlement on that. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, that works out right and I can, you know, I can get enough materials to get the project done. The puddings are already there, so... It's just a matter of, you know, coming to a, you know, a full settlement agreement and getting that, getting that put to bed so I can start the construction on them. Uh, you know, but I think for the winter, just getting the rest of the handrail up, getting the stairs on the other side done, uh, getting the base for the new pits and the new, uh, uh, new return road, and start outfitting the tower and so on. But uh, yeah, I mean. We've got uh, got a couple of contractors that uh, want to help out with painting the painting the containers for sponsorships and stuff like that. So things are things are really looking in the right direction all the way around. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I honestly go ahead. 
I honestly couldn't be happier with how things are starting to turn around. Well, I mean, you got the beat down for so long. You know, opening up your shoes is looking up. You know, God bless. I mean, all the stuff that you went through. I mean, seriously, when this is all said and done, are you going to have, like, one of those burning parties where all the injunctions and all that paperwork, you're just going to, like, light on fire and throw into a bonfire? Well, I had thought about old towers. Really? You know, just because. Just because of what it represented, but no, I think I'm going to turn that into a hunting blind and put it right over on the corner of the property. And <laughs> just keep it as a, you know, just um, yeah, that music in it all, all day or something. Yeah, I got a kind of funny feeling which corner you would put it into. Also, <laughs> picking up what I'm laying down, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you'd only build one for one corner. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you know, I'd have a good excuse because it was already pre-existing. I just moved it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, questions coming in on the hotline right now. Uh, quickly, Bill mentioned something about multiple concerts. Any names? Question mark. Okay. Uh, well, I've, uh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say any names at this point just because I don't have anything confirmed because I'm not, uh, we're not sure. at the point that I can actually do them. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, they'll definitely be headliners for sure, 100%. Wow. Okay. All right. Some nice, like, piano music or maybe a concerto or something, string orchestra? Well, <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I, and I'm not saying that there's a commitment for many of these people because there, there's nothing, there's nothing in writing or anything like that. But I'm thinking, you know, like Jelly Roll, Kid Rock, stuff like that. Um, you're thinking maybe Detroit Symphony Orchestra, Symphony Orchestra. Good God. Oh, probably not. Okay. All right. Well, let's scratch that off your list. So, for your highbrows, don't think about going to Lapeer just yet. No. Things may change. You never know. <laughs> You know, I mean, Kid Rock might want to have the DSO behind him. All right, so there you go. Yeah, right. I've never seen a symphony outdoors before, but... Ever? Know. Oh, they play all the time, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess they I guess they do. Yeah, you pay, they play, man. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. All right, so by this time next year, everything going straight on the narrow, how far will all the containers be by November of next year? Should say October, but November. November of next year. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully that uh, the upper deck gets done because that's going to be, um, that's going to be all the big sweeps. But kind of done uh, I'm buying any of them right now because they doubled in price, and I need to get another forty-four of them. Another forty-four containers. Oh, you're talking about how far are we going to be on outfitting them? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess that depends, because once we get, I'm basically going to get a couple of prototypes set up, and then we're either going to sell them or lease them out as being outfitted like one of the prototypes, or we're going to lease them as people can outfit them themselves. Hmm. And I'm working on some packages to kind of get, put them out there to, you know, kind of see how that goes right now. Well, gee, when, when the palace was back in business, 
I mean, that's basically how they did with their mid-level suites. I mean, you bring in your own furniture, you have to buy the food from them, but you can make it your own, and that saved a whole lot of, you know, construction fees and stuff like that. It's a brilliant idea, Bill. Yeah, there you go. That, that way somebody's got their, you know, they can make it the way they want it, and then they're going to be more apt to want to keep it, right? Yeah, all right. So when will you be opening that up? Because we will do whatever we can on this side to let the world know that, hey, you can buy a suite at a major drag strip. Isn't that kind of funny? Now we're going to call back Bill only because I think he fainted. <laughs> but I mean, how cool could that possibly be? You know, you could have your own. That's insane. That's it's it's wild that you could have your own suite like that at a drag strip. Go figure. <laughs> I mean, if you get that going, the injunction's over, et cetera, et cetera. This is really going to pay off. I'm sorry. The person you were trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been... Uh, okay, so evidently Bill got a little bit out of range, but that's neat. All right, so this is what we found out from these guys, from Bill. You know, everything looks like it's going to go on the up and up. Things are looking up for the Pier International Dragway. I love the fact that you're going to have, you know, concerts... And all kinds of different things rocking that house. I mean, that's exactly what we're doing. Um, yeah. Incredible. I. The fun thing is that we love Bill Jennings, and we love to have him on. I mean, he, one of the, in drag racing, a lot of people shoot straight from the heart. And nobody shoots straighter, basically, than <laughs> Bill I mean, good or bad, you know exactly where you stand with Bill, and you know exactly what's going on with them. He has a great vision for everything that's going on um, and everything that he wants to do with the track. I mean, that surface of that track is incredible. I mean, it really was. It's unfortunate that everything had a waste away, and quote-unquote waste away. I mean, it's obviously still there in great condition. You know, but as everything moved around the state of Michigan and he was on a ready, set, 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 set deal for so long, uh, now that he can actually, here's, here's two things that are fun to go together. Bill Jennings, his ideas, and money. And boy, I'm telling you, Bill ain't afraid to throw it around to get his visions done. Yeah, we're going to have him back on. Matter of fact, we're going to see him in a couple of weeks. This is going to be interesting. All right. So um, with all that going on, yeah, we got to get out of here. So thanks, everybody, for being with us. Uh, we're going to see you again um, next week, next Tuesday. What do we got? Doop, 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 doop. Um, back here on the 515 Show. Lots of stuff coming on CK you won't want to miss. But until that time, my friends, always but always follow your dream, right? See you soon. <laughs>